Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Hey, sis, one more thing before we get started. Listen, a few years ago, I started asking women to define what happiness means to them. And when I tell you, I was shocked how hard it was for women to put into words their happiness. And the truth is, I could relate to it, girl. Life can sometimes get so crazy that it's hard to be clear on what happiness looks like and feels like to you. And so with that in mind, I created the absolutely free five-day Define Your Happy Challenge. I am on a mission to help 1,000 women define their happy. So if you're ready to get clear about what makes you happy, head on over to defineyourhappy.com. Okay, that's it for real now, y'all. Let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome. I am super excited. I am literally on pins and needles. Y'all are not going to believe who is sitting beside me. It is my big sister, like my biological. Biological. Yeah, because let's even go right there. Because for years, for years, Uh what have you been telling me? I'm your only sister. Because as y'all know, I keep talking to hearing about sister, sister, sister. And I get it. But. I'm, I'm her blood sister. <laughs> I only have one <laughs> biological sister. This is my big sister. My big sister, Kimberly, is in the house. Yay! I am so excited. Y'all know, first of all, let me pause. Welcome to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. And this time, Robin May and her sister over here on Intentional Conversations, we are helping you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And as you know, we have started a brand new series called Friendship Therapy. I'm about to ask my sister, would she ever go to friendship therapy? And I would not. <laughs> With all due respect to anyone who would, I would not. So at this point. If you're like, you would not I would not be doing it. So I told you guys during the first conversation on friendship therapy that I was gonna share my perspective on it. So I'm about to let y'all hear my big sister's perspective on it before we even get into the conversation. But if this is your first time here, I'm super excited that you are here. You can tell that I am super giddy because this is my person. People often hear me say, my sister is my person. And I'm gonna explain to you what I mean by that. So if this is your first time here, thank you for being here. If you come back again and again and again, I'm so grateful. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Make sure you comment and share. And if you're watching this on your favorite podcast app, can you subscribe and also 
leave me a review. That really helps to amplify the conversation. Y'all, we are going to just chit chat like we do on the phone. Um, we are going to just go there. And this is a real sister to sister conversation. We pray real. nobody's offended. I pray the ones offended. <laughs> I've done so well with trying not, not offend people. So let's You've been working on it. For a while. Do you have you noticed that? I, you have done the improvement. You have done much better. Okay. Because baby, hey, okay, we're not gonna go there first. Okay. okay, so as I was talking about this concept of friendship therapy, um, I just named the series that because I just thought it was a cute name, but then I started thinking about the fact that some people really do can go to friendship therapy. <laughs> so you shouldn't even All laugh. Right, I'm not clear. <laughs> You're laughing yeah. about it. There's people who go to friendship. I know, therapy. and I know, and I'm just, and I, I do. I'm just, go ahead. Okay. So when I talk about people who go to friendship therapy, I had to clarify that. Because what I meant is, in my theory, as a therapist, because you know I'm a therapist. Right. Okay. As a therapist, friendship comes up often. And right. you and I talk about friendship and navigating friendship. You helping me, me helping you. So I don't mean talking about friendship in your therapy session. When I'm asking, would you go to friendship therapy? There are people who actually will go to therapy with a friend. And so your statement to that is you would not, with all due respect. With all due respect at this age, if I, if we can work it out, then I'm just going to go ahead and exit the building. Now, to be fair, I probably wouldn't have done it at 19. <laughs> 25, <laughs> 35, or you 40. I just, that is a bit much for me. Ugh, yeah. Okay, so let me tell you. So initially, this is my perspective on it. Initially, when I was talking about it, I was having the same stance as you. I wish I would get my grown self up and go to friendship therapy. And call your girlfriend <laughs> and say, what time are we going to leave? <laughs> But, okay. okay, so initially I was saying I wish I would, but the more I thought about it and talked it over with some different people, I think it's the stage of life that we're in. You are, I'm not giving no ages, but you're eight years older than me. And so you grown, 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 grown. For real grown. For real grown. 56 years old grown. 56 years old grown. And so I can see why 56, like, what, what do I look like? I am 48. What do I look like going to friendship therapy? But when I think about it, at a different stage of my life, like maybe if I was younger or if I didn't have a husband, if I didn't have children, let's say that I was had a roommate and we just kept having a conflict. I, I could see how maybe, <laughs> so you can't even. Go ahead. I can, I can see how that could possibly be something that, I mean, people do it on Ayala, don't they? they don't friends go to Ayala? Maybe mm -hmm, they don't. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I can see it if you have nothing else to do and you feel like. You know, I'm trying to find something to do. <laughs> I just guess I feel like I just can't get wrap my mind around it. Yeah. But then I do, I do get that maybe people because you know you have. I don't want to jump ahead. Okay. But you know, I have a whole different. I had a whole different uh, mindset. Mindset with friendship. Yeah. So you know, I'm catching up. So maybe <laughs> that's why. Wait, okay. So let's go ahead and go. Yeah. So again, my thoughts on it are that at this point in my life, and I agree, kind of what you said is. If we can't navigate and come to a conclusion about what's going on in our friendship just with the two of us, then it may just be that might be an indicator that we need to go our separate yeah. ways. 
Yes. Okay. But I can personally see at a different stage in my life, I, it doesn't seem, initially I felt like I wish I would. But the more I thought about it, maybe at a different, now I can't pinpoint what that stage is. I know it would have to be without no husband and no kids. Cause right and a now, whole lot of money. And uh, why, why? <laughs> I, I don't know why I feel like maybe somebody who's really, really yeah, rich what about money? and have a lot of time, they can act like, well, I can pencil in <laughs> I just feel like we're too big. We're working. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta go to work. We gotta, we gotta and I'm gonna have to do <laughs> so. Yes. I need to have a whole lot of time and sand and money to invest in that, and nothing to do and saying That's how I see that. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that is it's really okay because it really does boil down to perspective. Because see, right now in my life, if I'm gonna be going to therapy with Intibati, it other needs than to myself, be Lee May. It needs to be with Lee May or with them girls. Uh, absolutely, with the 15 children I have, I can't even go to therapy with you. You would not go to therapy. I with mean, me. I would because I love you, but I, I would be like, girl, we sitting up here having to go to therapy. <laughs> Robin wants us to go to therapy. <laughs> but so, you know. Yeah. Now that speaks volumes because yeah. you would do anything for me. Right. I would do it. But then so I would be would irritated go, would about be, it. You would be calling one of your best friends, like, she got me over here. I'm telling mama, you know, so how long are we going to do this? <laughs> You're like, you have to tell me. Excellent. Okay. All right. So let's dive into this conversation. So, Kim, when I started this, and I, of course, I talk everything in the whole wide world over with you. And so I was talking even with you about wanting to do this podcast series on friendship. And I told you one of the things I was hesitant about is that I feel like, oh, I wonder if what you and I talk about when it comes to our friendships or what I know I deal with and I know what you deal with or other people in my circle. I wonder if it's just us. I kept feeling like right. some of the conflict, because we're talking today in our conversation about conflict in friendship. I was wondering if maybe some of the conflict we're having is just with uh, like in our world, but then I realized, no, the clients I'm dealing with mm -hmm. in therapy. And so your take on that was that you think women are having it. They're just ignoring it. Right. Well, I said that there may be a section of women or a culture of women that don't take on friendship issues like we have. Mm -hmm. But I think the majority of us do. The difference is whether we, invest in it or not yes because you know when we first years ago i didn't look at friendship like you did and i thought you were absolutely a weirdo <laughs> that's where i want to go kim. Weirdo. kim that's where i want to go because in the first conversation i talked about with this i said my sister used to tell me that i was ridiculous when it came to friendship mm -hmm. so tell me what you used to thought thought what you used to think and how it's evolved for you well because at the time you know, of course, I've had friends. We've always been, mm -hmm. both of us have always had our share of friends and no problem making friends, having them. But I just didn't invest in them the way you did. They mm -hmm. were my friends and get on board or don't. <laughs> <laughs> and if we have an issue, bye-bye. You letter. cut off queen, yeah. baby. So then when I got married, it was definitely like, I have a whole husband. <laughs> I don't have time. And then I was very particular about we had couple friends, yeah. friends that were also married. And so the friends that I had that maybe weren't were, were, were friends from way back in mm -hmm. school. And they were, I, I appreciated them. But all of that, just the stuff you did, in my <laughs> opinion, was like, I was rolling my eyes. You know, I would be like, yeah. what are you doing anyway? She what? I mean, <laughs> right. you did not get it at all. I didn't get it. But it wasn't until... I met other friends. I don't know, because uh, I, I do you think I started having more of a different mindset before my marriage ended? I don't think, I think it started even while you were 
in your marriage. But I definitely think? think it was while I was in my marriage. But what it was, as I started having different trials mm -hmm. and started needing to depend on someone and talk to someone and confide, then those friendships became more, uh, I started seeing them in a different light. You started to appreciate the value mm -hmm, of friendship mm -hmm, differently. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because you were real grown, real married then. So let me ask you this. I've never asked you this. You know how people say, I don't do women. I don't, I don't mess with women. Were you ever that kind? Cause no, I never was that person. So you always valued friendship. You just didn't put it to the value I did. I didn't put it to the value you did. And I just feel like, because um, we're products of our mother. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, she was kind of in the middle on that. And mm -hmm. so I felt like I just didn't put that value in it. And I thought it was really strange. It was strange to watch you do that. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, what is wrong with her? You used to tell me. Yeah, because I just didn't get that. I'm thinking, you have a husband. That and that's what our mom did. Yeah. You know, she was focused on our father. So I felt like, let me keep my, let me, and then the marriage didn't work, didn't last, but that was my thing. Let me focus on my marriage. Friends, y'all can go on, yes. <laughs> you know, and, but that, that came back to bite me because I ended up needing friends and mm -hmm. just really now I get it. I get why you were doing that, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I see the difference. But you know, what was funny is I was listening to you talk about and talk about we we're a product of mama. <clears throat> You had a different, ex I tell Lee all the time, my husband, that it's like a whole world was going on before I came about. Absolutely. And so you don't say it like that. <laughs> no, that for eight years. For eight years. Uh -huh. But you have a whole different, mommy and daddy used to have company. They used to kick it. I mean, they was, do you remember them serenading each other, like playing music? Like no. she would play something for him. And they'd be going on in the speakers in the house. And then no, I don't play. remember okay, that. Okay, so see. It's so many things, yeah. <laughs> so you think about it. So when I was born, you were eight. So by the time I would be coming to a realization of that, let's say I was 10. Right. At that point, you're 18. I don't think no serenade was it, going yeah, on. Yeah, probably not. That was very But y'all used to have, well, they used to have gang, people playing spades. Right, and cars lined up down the street. See, girl, that is a whole... When I tell you there was no cars lined up anywhere <laughs> by the time I came along. And, so and they me had and Michelle and different family, kids, friends, yeah. they had gotten us food and we were in the room. We weren't supposed to come out. No. And you would have looked your personality. I would have ate that up. You would have loved it, babe. And so when I think about that with mama, so to your point, what I saw with mama when it came to friends, well, she has her good too. <laughs> hey mama. <laughs> no. Hey girl. Hey mama. <laughs> would you agree with that? I think okay, she well, okay, two she has more than two, but she doesn't have a lot. Like she doesn't she didn't yeah. deal with people like we did. But she did it enough to, especially during that time. But it was very when she it was very organized. <laughs> yeah, I was I thought I could say she had an yes. organized friendship. Yeah, base absolutely. And so, so yeah. you're right. We are a product of what we saw growing up. And one of the things I said is that some of us are living out the messaging of friendship and don't let women in your house. Don't let that that kind of mindset and that, that was comes our from mama to that some was degree. to be very yeah. careful. And you know what's funny, Kim? You and Mama, I'm I'm think I might be getting ahead of myself, but you and Mama have always been very intentional about challenging how I do a lot of stuff, quite frankly. <laughs> but y'all were very much like be careful about who you have around. And I think there's wisdom in that. Don't you Definitely. Agree? And I feel like 
you were very intentional on not listening to us. <laughs> I mean, if we said be careful, guess what she was going to do? Not be. I mean, it, so we had learned a technique. We would be like, don't tell her. Don't, you, Girl, wait, don't play this like. This is exactly what y'all do to this day, though, Kim. Right. You have to. We, we learned the technique of you would have to act like it wasn't a big deal. It's just hypothetical. A girlfriend that she has that we know through wisdom in life or whatever means her no good we've peeped the scene and so we know oh she needs to leave her alone well we couldn't come and say you need to leave her alone because of course she would dive in deeper so i, I, I we would have to act like what's up with uh gina and i hope there's no gina there's i'm no making gina. up a name we're making up a name what's up with gina nothing gina's my friend <laughs> oh okay she's cool yeah i know okay well, G- Gina's real nice, but you probably, I just have to figure out about how Gina, to slide it I'd in have there. to slide it in there and maybe say, well, maybe just look out for Gina. I think she's nice too, but maybe just look That's out for shame. Gina. Because it was as if, no, I'm not doing, and to some degree though, I can say, I, I think it's good that you didn't take on mm-hmm. our our total tradition of whatever mm-hmm. we, what we thought we were passing on to you. Because I do think you have a wider, um, friendship base, and I think it's because you didn't take on some. Because some of those things we were doing was because of maybe some hurts that were our personal hurts that didn't need to be passed on Girl, to anybody. Sister, y'all, she has not even heard what we talked about in the people. And that's exactly what I said. I yeah. said some of us are living out stuff that ain't even ours. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe, you know, and I want to say this to you publicly. I talk about you all the time. Everybody in the world knows you're my person. But I want to say to you and mama, because I know dealing with me is a lot with y'all because I'm so headstrong. But y'all really have paved a way that I didn't have to have a lot of the headaches that y'all might have had because y'all had already been through it. Mm-hmm. And so I love that y'all, I learned very soon later on that y'all were figuring out a way to navigate it. Right. And having to be very careful with be it. Be very gentle. <laughs> but... But what also happened is that a lot of the people who you guys would tell me I needed to be weary of come to find out you needed to be I weary needed of. to be weary of them. And so what I've had learned to do now is to be open to that, to, like for me to say, girl, what you think about such and such mm-hmm. instead of because, yeah, if you come and tell me I shut down. But what's funny to your point when that. Rest in heaven, daddy. When daddy passed away, y'all, you and mama said, see, good. I'm glad you did not listen to us. The way people came alongside to love on us when daddy passed away, my friend. Yes. Oh, my. Hey, Robin's friend, babe. <laughs> I mean, to the point where yeah. I was low key. Like, huh? Okay. <laughs> yes. My friends, y'all better step up. Hers <laughs> over showing yes, out. They show so out. it was, it was. Yeah, it was wonderful to see that. And and I, I had been seeing it prior to that with different circles of friends that you have mm-hmm. over the years that, mm-hmm. you know, the village when you were in school yes. and you were down here, down here in Atlanta by herself, we just came to really re- love and respect them because they stepped in a lot of times, them and their families. And yes. so uh, I started, started to see you making good choices yeah. with your friends, but when you didn't it would be hard and it would be hard because she would tell me yes and want me to do just sit back and listen and i was like okay i'll tell you what 
Yes. Don't share it with me. Find you. Find oh, somebody you. Because I'm going to react some kind of way. If I, I'm going to be slick, I'm going to say something. But yeah, uh, we I did start to see that you were making good choices. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. But I do want to ask you, did you start considering the things? What would make you make better choices with friends? Well, I think I really... Well, first of all, I have matured. That, that hard-headed and you right. can't tell me nothing girl is continuing to evolve. I'm not that same woman. And you and I just the the more you remember y'all my sister's eight years older than me so we went through the phase where i just got on your nerves right so when that phase started to change and our relationship started to become what it has become over the many years now i just trusted you now hey mama hey girl i love my mama and my mama is one of our best friends we love mom but my mama still don't play the radio and i still got to decipher (laughs) with mama because my mama gonna say Huh. You know what but it is? Everybody. But you know what it is? What? The way y'all say that I am about men when y'all are bringing... Because she doesn't like anybody <laughs> for us, any of her friends that may be single. Nobody's good enough. So that is how mama is, period, across the board. Yeah, she is, guys. And if you are one of our friends, you have been checked out, scrutinized, <laughs> and so you pass the test. You have passed <laughs> the test, baby. Because, so I think that's part of what it is, that I just, the older I got and the wisdom that I know that you have, and I know you love me, you have my best intent at heart, and we can go back and forth. I can say to you, girl, you tripping, and we can talk about you it. You definitely can, yeah. And so I think that's what, what mm-hmm. began to happen. But you know, the other thing about <clears throat> what happened with me with friendship, I came to Atlanta at 18 and had no biological relatives here and so we all did become one another's family and i think that is that where the sisters yeah (laughs) and so you got to know after you finished school you went back to dallas where your family Mm -hmm. was right 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 so i think that okay so i want to we're going to be unpacking conflict in friendship and i want to start by saying this to you you would think that you and i were raised in two different households way when it comes to how we handle conflict and so i want to ask first of all have you considered this is i was thinking about this have you considered that you handle conflict more like daddy and i handle conflict more like mama have you ever thought about that i thought we've talked about it yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and so what grade would you give yourself when it comes to how (laughs) what what go ahead what grade would you give yourself when it comes to how you, not me, we're not talking about me right now. How do you handle conflict? What grade would you give yourself? <laughs> All right. At this point, because I have improved, I would I would give myself a, a C plus. Kim, I would give you a C plus too. You did not ask me, but I would give you a C plus. Uh-huh. But at one point, I was getting an F, right? An F. Okay. And we're gonna unpack why that is. What grade would you give me now at this point in my life on how I handle conflict? Honestly. <laughs> so you think that <laughs> right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to have to give you a B minus. I thought you were going to give me a C plus too. I was, but the only, I, I just started, see, it's real hard because it's true. We don't want anybody to <laughs> we're talking about them, but um, I just start thinking about different instances and I think that you have done better because mm-hmm. and I can't wait till you get to the part where we, how we handle it. Cause, yes. Yeah. So let's go there now. Okay. So let's first unpack why you would give yourself a C plus now versus what it was before. What would what would you say before was your method of handling conflict? I would say what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't. There was no control. 
So whatever came to mind, I would say, and I would cut the person off. <laughs> I could never I understand. Would, it was in my mind. I felt like I can't. You know, I, we're not violent people. So I can't beat you in your head the way I'm feeling right now. So what I can do, and I'm not supposed to say this. No, I love it. But what I can do is make you know that you will never talk to me again. And the sad part, even if I didn't mean it, this is what I have in my resource right now. This is what I have available to me. Kim, that right there, even if this is the part I could never understand, even if you didn't mean it, you still... Because this is all I have right now. So no self-control. I can't beat I'm not gonna beat you in your head. Like that is exactly what I want to do. I can't do that. So what else can I do? I can tell you that you better not ever come <laughs> and say it with such force. But this oh is a wrap. Say it with such force that you understand that I'm done with you. Now, yeah, the next day what I feel <laughs> what I feel like, should I have done that? Maybe? <laughs> you will call me and be like Wait, wait, wait. So this is at the moment, if I got to her after I did it, I'm like, girl, look at what I did. I handled this baby. And what I can I'll be, be like, like, wow. I'll be like, well, I don't understand. Because she used to say, I don't see how you have a single friend. I never understood. Well, let me let me stop there because I did understand because you are dope. And anybody would want to be you have my sister has this. I tell people all the time. The people in my my friends who have had a chance to know you, they choose you over me any day. And mine too. <laughs> they choose me, right? right? So my sister, your personality is so engaging. You know this. People, if they get to be around you, they want to be around you. But the moment they fresh, they make you mad. They and this is not all the time, yeah. I don't want you to think that I'm running around getting into. But when when it happens, yes. It's lethal, but it was. Lethal. Yeah, it was lethal. And she told me one time, do am I jumping in? No, go. I want you to say that. I was talking to her. And she was there doing therapy for me. <laughs> she does it many times. And when she and this, this is what we were talking about about having a person who you can trust and talk to, because I would listen to her. I would, of course, I'd be annoyed. Like, wait a minute, because you would you be f- thinking I'm finna yeah, co-sign because, it because they may have really done some stuff that was, you know. But she'd be like, you don't, you don't do that though. And she would say, sister. You are leaving a trail of blood behind you. I'm walking on off like get my purse and I'm yes. good. But and I'm off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm good. But she said behind you is a trail of blood where you yes. stabbed and hurt and, and 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 lame people and you know and so that was very very when you gave me that analogy. Mm-hmm. I'm like wow because what would happen? You would do whatever you would set the fire. You would do whatever it was. And like you said, the, and this is the thing, the next day you would be thinking, huh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Right. Maybe. And this was the killer part because I was so stubborn. It was, oh, this is why I've been on her couch. <laughs> because I was so stubborn, it was like, huh, probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. That's a friendship that's gone. <laughs> Hate that. Hate that, but we're going to have to move on. And so luckily for me are blessed should i say I'm, i was so blessed that i had friends who loved me enough it, who would they were mature and they would say girl come on what mm-hmm. what you doing today over the years i mean this is just not i mean yeah. back from high school college i've had friends who would be like hey and just break the ice 
And once you do that, I would go ahead on and um, be okay. Be okay. But I just was blessed that, you know, and there was times, of course, where it would, it would really be a wrap. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part. But you part, know, you made a vow. So two things to that. Number one, I think it speaks to the fact that people want to be in relationship with you. And so you had deposited, like, so you deposited enough that they would be like, that's just how she is. But we don't want to have to leave a trail of blood and people feeling like that. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing I think about that is you began to realize, like, you began to realize you didn't want people having that experience with you. Yes, I didn't want it to be. Because you know how when you start to be a certain way, or we, we become who we are. And then when you do the things you do, your friends and family, when you start getting, when you go into it, they're thinking, here she, she goes. goes, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And so when, with Robin consistently saying, not good, you didn't handle that well, over and over and over. <laughs> so before you'd be like, I'm not even telling you. And I would, and then to, it just got to be, I guess times changed too, where I didn't want to be the mean girl. And that seemed to be where that was placing me mm-hmm. and being just inconsiderate. So I started really trying to work on, and then the uh, times I've come across when I started changing my view on what friendship was, now I'm investing and I'm, I'm really cherishing my friendships. Mm-hmm. So when it came times where it was, I was about to lose them because of something like that, I started like not wanting to do that. Yeah. I love- Y'all, could you tell how giddy I was to have my big sister, Kim, on the podcast? Listen, I tend to do podcasts and interviews and public speaking. That's not my mom and that's not my sister. That's not the majority of my family. So the fact that my sister agreed to join me meant so much because I really wanted you to get a taste of how we talk to one another and share with one another and challenge one another. Listen, this was just part one. Honey, in part two, we continue to talk about the way Kim navigates conflict. And then we talk about the way I navigate conflict. And my sister even shares in part two how she doesn't know if she would be friends with me if we were not sisters. So make sure you come back next week for part two of this conversation. But before you go, I want you to DM me on Instagram, Robin May Online, and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from our conversation. And if you haven't already, make sure you head on over to Robin May online.com slash friend to grab one of our friendship journals. These are journals that you can use for yourself or you can send to your sister friend and tell her, thank you for being a count on me kind of friend. So make sure you join um, or head on over to our page, which is robinmayonline.com slash friend. Until part two, I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, these conversations are to help you live intentionally, fully engaged, to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And listen, I am committed to being in the trenches with you. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy. Yes, girl, the Academy doors are open. This is where you get to dive into further conversations on our podcast topics. We get to dive into the trenches of the life course, the course that I have created to help you create the life that you long for. And we get to have monthly office hours where you can ask me any questions 
you have about all of this. Girl, Life Academy is where we can do life together. So head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy.